Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. It is September 21st, 2020. I hope you had a chance to check out episode 46 of the Produce Industry Podcast with Yulia Kalina of Terra Exports, Matt DeBoer of Ag Tools, and Mary Blackman of Farm Star Living. I suggest checking that episode out. I believe you will have a fun time just like I did talking to all three of these guests between the fourth generation farming, how they got into the produce industry, and data and insights. A big shout out to our fancy partner, Terra Exports, and our choice partner, Ag Tools, for being on episode 46. Welcome to day one of the United Fresh Washington Policy Conference. So this event is going to be from September 21st today, all the way through Friday, September 25th. Now, the Washington Conference normally is an annual event that unites the produce industry to address the most pressing public policy matter, but this year, it has gone virtual. So we are going to unwrap the entire schedule, event by event, day by day. Then we're going to hear from Mark Klumpin, President and CEO of United Potato Growers of America and the Chairman of United Fresh Government Relations Council. Mark will give a little bit of an overview about this conference and why it is so important. He has participated in this conference year over year and believes it is a staple part of the produce industry. Alright, so let's get into this and let's unpack the schedule for today, or as I said earlier, unwrap it, right? So the conference started today, noon to one. Now, a lot of the things that happened today were volunteer leader meetings, and let me tell you a little bit about these meetings. Well, wait, let's stop the tapes. Rewind. Okay, this is my first time attending the United Fresh Washington Conference, so I'm reporting it and attending it, and I look forward to seeing what I'm able to learn from this. So we will kind of unpack it, unwrap it. I'm going to keep saying it each way because I do the unboxings and different things on my YouTube channel that I unbox and unwrap too, right? But seriously, I mean, this is going to be a view from one uh, to cover the show, but then it's also going to be an experience to see and understand what United Fresh is doing and completing in our industry. So as I always say, everything that I'm going to say is going to come from the heart and how I feel to make sure that the industry understands and benefits from everything that we are going to do. But looking at the schedule today and unwrapping it all the way through Friday, I think that this is going to be a jam-packed educational session that we are going to get some good exposure in the produce industry. All right, so from noon to one, we had Finance and Business Management Council, the International Advisory Board, and the Produce Marketing and Merchandising Council. Now, these were open to all the attendees, and they covered everything from the implications from COVID-19 crisis. These boards cover the border and port operations, as well as topics impacting fresh produce marketing and strategy. So a lot of cool brainstorming sessions from noon to one. And then also 
from noon to 1.30, went a little bit later, we had the Supply Chain Logistics Council, and then through 4 o'clock today, we had the Government Relations Council and the Food Safety Council meeting. So again, these were open to all the attendees. They were able to view and understand what is happening through these councils and obviously meet and see some of the elective officials as well as network with some of the other people that are in our produce industry and a part of United Fresh. And today was really an easy day. Tomorrow kicks off with the general session. But don't forget, from 6 to 7 p.m., there is the Volunteer Leaders Community Networking Event. That's hosted by the United Fresh Government Relations Council. It's a kickoff networking event. So we're going to be there, and we hope to see you there as well. Moving on to Tuesday, September 22nd, 2020, we have the opening general session from noon Eastern Standard Time to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, advocating for the fresh produce industry. So a few of our speakers, the Honorable Sonny Perdue, Secretary of U.S. Department of Agriculture, who's got a special announcement. I would say a couple announcements, and you might have already seen it on the news and in the papers, but guess what? We're going to hear it directly from Mr. Sonny Perdue as well as Tom Stencil and Dr. Jennifer McIntyre. So we're going to talk about the COVID-19 shutdown. It impacted our nation heavily, 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 heavily. And we're going to talk about that crisis a little bit through today's open general session. And guess what? Today, the produce industry is never more instrumental in feeding the world. And more than $5.5 billion in government funding has been invested in supporting the industry. Please don't miss the opening general session because I guarantee it will be enjoyable. Now, from 1.30 p.m. to 2.30 p.m., we've got the Grower Shipper Board Meeting. Now, these board meetings have been prearranged and have speakers have been prearranged for these meetings, but they are open to all attendings to view and be able to learn and gauge the grower shipper board meetings. These board meetings include sales and training programs, as well as new programs that support the grower shipper community. From 3 p.m. to 4 p.m., we have the concurrent education session, advocacy in a virtual environment. So we'll hear from a couple people such as Dana Colhan, Brennan, VP of Grimway, Alex Denova, uh, President and COO of DNO Produce, Molly Van Lu, Senior Director, uh, Nutrition Policy of United Fresh Produce Association, which has been on the show already talking about the Farmers to Families Box Program. And last but not least, Kim DeRocho, Vice President of BI. P-A-C. So again, this concurrent education session is going to talk about opportunities, engage with elected leaders in a virtual session, congressional meetings, committee hearings, and constituent engagements. So these have all been mapped out for the week, and we believe this is going to be fantastic. A lot of good speakers in this one. I'm going to have Alex DeNovo um, on the show on Wednesday, so stay tuned and make sure if you want to hear a little bit extra, uh, we're going to talk to Alex on the show. Um, and then from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m., we have the Rising Leaders Meetup, Leaning into 2020. So are you a rising leader in the industry? Industry? Well, you're going to find out. Join us for the networking session from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, now we're in Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. I guarantee you these first couple days are going to rock your world, okay? So from noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday, September 23rd, we have Election 2020 Live General Session. That's right. So with only weeks remaining until the 2020 presidential and congressional elections, Join us for a lively dialogue between parties. So we're going to hear from Trump 
and Biden campaign parties who will share their outlook of what 2021 would look like under their administration. So I think this one's going to be a fun one because we can toss it up in the air that if the Democrats get elected, what the produce industry will look like. If the Republicans stay in office, what will the future look like? So I think it's going to be an interesting conversation. We've got Frank Lutz from Political Analyst. We have Ray Starling, president of Donald Trump's campaign representative and former chief of staff to the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture, Sonny Perdue. And then we have Tom Vilsack, vice president, Joe Biden campaign representative and former United States Secretary of Agriculture. So mark it on your calendars from noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then moving into the Fresh Cut Processors board meeting from 1.30 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Again, open to all attendees that's going to discuss more impacts and complications and opportunities within the fresh cut produce industry. And then moving on from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have again the concurrent education sessions. Now, this is what's the future of federal nutrition programs. We're going to hear from our speakers, Mark Munger, VP Sales and Marketing of Fort Earth Farms, Jacqueline Schneider, Deputy Chief of Staff, Senate Agriculture Committee, Katie Wilson, Executive Director of Urban School Food Alliance. We're also going to have Mark on the line later that day talking about this impactful session and how it focuses on schools and adapting to their eating environments during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, during this hour, we have a double trouble situation. We also have the managing workforce challenges in a COVID-19 environment during the 3 to 4 p.m. hour. Now, our guest speakers is going to be John Devaney, president of Washington State Tree Fruit Association, Colby Pereira, vice president of operations of Baraga Fresh, and Toby Purse, Chief Farm Officer of Lipman Family Farms. This session will cover challenges that the produce industry has faced in the workforce, right? So workforce safety, increased government regulations, requirements from the federal, state, and local levels. So this session will highlight a lot of those tools and the successful tools to help your business be successful during the COVID-19 pandemic and for the future. Next, from 6 to 7 p.m., we get a little bit of a break, about three hours until the election night celebration networking event. Now, we know it's not November 3rd, but we're having our own election night party. We'll take some time for you to debate the issues and who should be our next president. So I heard from one of the United Fresh uh, members that uh, I guess it was last year. No, sorry, not last year. Geez, four years ago that they did a polling of who was going to win the presidency and it was Trump. So it's going to be interesting to see this poll again to see who United Fresh members, board members, attendees, who we think is going to win the presidency. So it's like our own little uh, voting experience. So uh, this should be fun. I can't wait to be a part of it and actually see who wins. I want to see who the majority is going to be, even though I think I already know at this point. Now, before we get into Thursday, September 24th, 2020, I'm going to bring Mark Klompin on the line so we can start to chat a little bit about why this conference is so important, why he's a year over year attendee, why he's a part of United Fresh, because there are a lot of people within the produce and supply chain industry that is curious of what this conference does and some of the things United Fresh brings to the table. So I think it's great to hear from one, Mark, who represents the United Potato Growers of America. So let's get Mark on the line. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show today. Hey, Patrick, thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be uh, part of United Fresh's 
Washington Conference Week. This is day one of what's uh, really going to be an exciting week, we believe. We've had a really good week already with our convention this summer that went extremely well, I think, as, you, as you're as you aware. And uh, we're looking forward to this week being equally as exciting. It's a big part of what United Fresh does. So, yes, thank you for having me, Patrick. No, awesome. And, you know, we talked a little bit off mic about that. United Fresh Live during June was a fun event. I met a lot of good people during them and I, uh, during them, during that event, and I still have stayed connected with them. So I think that as we start these new virtual showcases, everybody has to look at it through the lens of their business. And I talk about that a lot because each of these virtual events can mean something tremendous for your business or could mean nothing at all, but you have to be the one to decide. Or as I say, you can't be on the sidelines yelling foul all the time and not be in the game. You got to step up. You got to go to practices. You got to be involved in the community. Am I right? That's exactly right, Patrick. And it it was really demonstrated this summer with that that virtual convention, as you mentioned. Uh, so many good people in the in the fresh produce industry, and just to your point about connecting with a lot of them and staying in touch with them, and just uh, case in point, right? And so uh, th- that is really the key is is that engagement to a an association that does these type of things for the industry and uh, advocates on on their behalf, and so. I just you know, always encourage everybody. I'm the chairman of the Government Relations Council, so I certainly encourage those folks, but but all of our other members as well, to to particularly be engaged with the process. And and this current situation, we we're all on tons of Zoom meetings now all, all the time, right? And so uh, that's become a big part of our life. And to your exact point, we can either be uh, engaged uh, to a benefit with that, or just let it kind of roll by, and you know, you turn on your computer once in a while and you kind of listen in. So. Uh, that engagement is is really a big piece of it and a big piece of what United does on Capitol Hill. This Washington conference is all about advocacy this week and uh, talking with our elected officials as well as administration officials and and on all those type of folks that really need to hear from from our industry. And and there is, uh, by the way, Patrick, I'm sure you're aware of this, there's there's power in numbers. Uh, The numbers do matter, I tell folks, and, and it really demonstrates when we have this this huge uh, gathering of folks and, and a lot of people engaged. It demonstrates the passion that people feel for this industry and demonstrates the power that we, we can have uh, to advocate for positions that are important to our industry. Yep. hundred percent. And I know that uh, Mary and I were talking, you know, off the mic, we talk, talk a lot and uh, United Fresh, this conference is one of the only vertically integrated conferences for the industry. Now I know there's, and as I told you off the mic, I've been involved in California Citrus Mutual, which is specifically to Citrus, right? There's certain days um, that I guess there's the marches on Capitol Hill, right? Where the Apple uh, associations, you know, the grapes associations, all these uh, different associations go, but this is one collectively for the, uh, I would say fresh produce industry. Am I right there when I say that? Yep, that's exactly right. And, and exactly to your point about vertical integration, that, that's a big part of what United Fresh is, all the way from, from growers out there growing uh, the produce uh, and the vegetables that, that we're all eventually going to buy in a grocery store. But it goes all the way through the supply chain to the, to the fresh packing houses, to the uh, distribution centers, those that distribute our product, all the way to the end users like the restaurants and the grocery stores like we talked about. So it is that 
uh, indeed that vertical integration component that brings another very uh, great aspect to what United Fresh is all about and, and what they do and how they can advocate on behalf of, of all of those members with all those, uh, you look at it and say there's a lot of diverse uh, obviously things that they do, but when it all comes down to it, we're all in the fresh produce industry and that's what it comes down to is advocating for, uh, for things that are going to be a benefit to, to that entire supply chain. Yeah. Something that's going to affect your P and L uh, let's be there. Right. I mean, listen, that, this, that's what your business is about. Right. I mean, one, we are serving a bigger, bigger power, right. A community of people we're feeding. Uh, but again, we have to have successful businesses too. Right, Mark. I mean, you know that I know that if we can't just run it into the ground, we got to be profitable as well. And a lot of these things um, help, you know, within sales training, within processes, um, within government regulations. I mean, heck, no one thought all these COVID-19 regulations would be coming out because there was no COVID before this. Now, like you said, packing houses, um, different processing plants, they're having to adjust. And this is what you can learn uh, from a lot of these meetings too. And you can see what me, you know, what are these new uh, requirements or I would say rules and regulations that are going to be put in place. So before we go any further though, I got to stop because I was a part of California Citrus Mutual. I've lobbied for, you know, peace rate. I've lobbied for water rights. I mean, I've, I've went uh, and lobbied through the uh, immigrant farm worker program that is now still, uh, I would say happening to this day. Right. So there's a lot of things um, that I've been in Sacramento for when I was in California, as you know, now I live in Tampa, um, but in California, yes, I would go up every year, uh, year after year, and I would sit with all of our, I would say, our politicians, right? Um, a few of them I knew, right, Artillery County, which was, you know, Devin Nunes or Connie Conway. And so we had people that we knew personally. And I remember I, we got to go and actually talk about the citrus industry. And we had got to talk about water. We got to talk about, uh, right, labor. We got to talk about the wages. All right. Mark, am I pretty close? I mean, are these the same type of events and things that are happening on Washington and Capitol Hill that I did in Sacramento? Yeah, you're you're right on, Patrick. That's exactly what we do uh, when we go and advocate for the, for these things that are of benefit to our industry. Uh, we go and talk with our elected officials. We set up appointments. Uh, a lot of folks, with myself, so I'm the uh, President and CEO of United Potato Growers of America. We're the cooperative arm of the potato industry in, in the U.S. And so uh, we have a lot of personal relationships with some of the elected officials that we know from potato growing states, obviously. And But uh, for the for the fresh fruit and vegetable industry as a whole, that's exactly what we do is go and talk to those folks and say, you know, th this particular issue is is of great importance to, to me and my industry. And here's some real life examples from, from growers or from uh, packing houses or, or from wherever, wherever in the supply chain it might be. And then uh, that, that really brings it, brings it home to them to, to hear those real life examples and to understand what's going on out in the real world and why a labor issue, for example, or an immigration issue or a regulatory issue might be so important uh, to that, that industry, that, that particular sector of industry, but the industry as a whole as well. And that's what United Fresh really uh, does is bring all those, all those uh, uh, folks together in that way. And, uh, and, and it's not only elected officials, Patrick, it's also, uh, you know, administration officials in, in, in USDA and, and folks of uh, that ilk. Uh, we, we certainly talk with them a lot about our challenges and issues, and they've been 
I would say quite responsive. You use the examples of what's going on with the, with the current pandemic. We never thought uh, eight months ago or certainly 10 months ago that we would ever see anything like this and all, all the policies and all the, all of the, um, uh, the aid and all of those things that can be provided to folks in our industry. Uh, the importance of what we did prior to that actually I'll say is, is of utmost importance just because it laid the foundation to now have those relationships with those elected officials and those administration officials and those governmental agency officials uh, to, to go to them and, and be forthright and honest and frank and talk about uh, which, one of, which one of these things uh, within these uh, these coronavirus packages and, and this aid that's going out, why and how it will best help uh, our constituency and our, our industry. So yeah, that's exactly right. Perfect. Well, I'm glad I'm on the same page because I still talk about being part of California Citrus Mutual to this day. And I thought it was a great experience. Obviously, I joined CCM when I was really getting into the produce industry. And my father was like, listen, you got to be in part of something, right? You'll learn more, you'll get involved. And those were the things that I did take away from it. And it's crazy because there's all types of people in our industry all of you are very smart, but guess what? We all have different opinions, right? On what we think, you know, who's advocating or what's not. Um, but I definitely see it as a benefit. And if these are the things that are happening that I do, I encourage uh, all of us to get involved because there is strength in numbers. I mean, we need more of our industry to step up. One of the things that I text with a couple of people at United Fresh as well, Mark, is I always say to them, um, we need more young people to step up as well. Um, that's a conversation that's going to be happening more and more on the podcast. We're going to start getting some younger guests and it's crazy. Our listenership um, goes all the way down to 17 years old, right? So that could be a fifth generation farmer, you know, our son in there that's, that's listening, right? All the way down to someone that might just want to get involved in the produce and supply chain. How do we get that to happen, right? All these different aspects. We got to get our community involved and we got to show them that we're working and we're thriving. I don't say not always not hard work, but I call it smart work, which using your brain is one of the hardest things to do, right, Mark? You know it is. Yeah, so exactly. Um, so I do. You know, I believe it. Strength in numbers. Getting getting the team together. And don't think that your voice doesn't matter. I mean, because it does. I mean, just because you're going to be on a Zoom call. Um, with 35 to 40 different people or even 70 to 100 different people, uh, you can still mark your place. Make sure you brand yourself on that Zoom call. Make sure that if you want to be heard, follow the instructions. A lot of these Zoom calls or some of these that are attending are all pre-set up, but they do have Q&As. And this is why you should need to be a part of some of these programs because without it, you're not just able to just join and just start blabbing out numbers and blabbing out things, right? It's a collective effort from, from the community as, as well. So um, I think that that's going to be a huge part of the future, getting the younger generations involved and, you know, bringing more numbers to the community to ad advocate for the produce and supply chain industry. That's absolutely right, Patrick. And I'm really glad, glad you mentioned uh, engaging and bringing in the younger folks in our industry because that is so important. You know, I used to think when I was in, in my younger days, uh, I, I started going to these things and at first you, you, you try to just listen and understand what's going on and you kind of think to yourself maybe, well, this is kind of useless. Nothing ever gets done in Washington, D.C., right? And, and those kind of thoughts. But uh, but the more you get engaged, the more you get involved, the more you see that even things behind the scenes, little things uh, uh, matter and, and the numbers matter. And so engaging those 
those younger folks in our industry is incredibly important for them to see the, the benefits of, of what we're doing there because there, there are things that you, you, you hear big things on the news even you say well nothing's getting done for immigration but behind the scenes there's a lot of little things that go on all the time in that that realm and so um, you're talking to your, your elected officials about that all the time and there are things actually being done that you just don't make the headlines and so uh, that's incredibly important for for the younger generation to, to see that, uh, that success and, and get that engagement so I'm really glad you mentioned that. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I am an advocate for the younger generation. I am, I'm a millennial myself. I'm on the, I'm on the later years, of the millennial mark, but I, but I am uh, still a millennial and I, and I do believe that because the next generation is coming up. They, we have the Gen Z and then we have the alpha generation. And again, there's so many people that need to understand, right. And not just our way of understanding, but just a little bit of education and experience for them to make their own choice. Cause that's really what we want. We want them to make their own choice, but once they start to make their own choice, those are those numbers we're talking about, right? Those, those numbers start to come exactly. in because that's exactly. when the community comes together. So Mark, yeah. I want to thank you for jumping on the line today, talking a little bit about uh, the United Potato Growers of America, as well as your, um, partnership within uh, United Fresh and how you've uh, been part of their uh, council year over year and really being a crucial part of the industry. Yeah, thank you very much, Patrick, for having me. We're really excited about this week coming up and uh, just getting people engaged. And there's so much opportunity for folks to uh, maybe when they couldn't go to all the meetings before uh, over a virtual event, now they can they can attend some of those. So that's kind of the cool part of this. We'd certainly love to be in person, but uh, it's going to it's going to be a great week. And let's not forget, we're covering it live on the podcast every single day. So if you miss some of the events that happen, guess what? You'll be able to replay this all week, every day, 24-7 for 365 days a year because these podcast episodes will be up on my website as well as Anchor, Apple, and iTunes for up to one year. So again, Mark, thanks for coming and we'll see you at the show. Thanks, Patrick. Now let's hear from our partners. Welcome to Terra Exports, a fast-paced, entrepreneurial, and innovative, multinational fresh produce company with eight divisions worldwide that handle fruits and vegetables across 65 countries. Did you know that Terra Exports was featured three times in Inc. 5000's fastest-growing companies? Terra Exports starts at the ground, literally, with the growth of the product at the farm all the way through distribution channels up into the end user. They take pride in their products, arriving fresh and damage-free, and they're there every step of the way, working alongside suppliers and customers who share in their common goal. Visit Terra Exports at www.terraexports.com, as well as following them on social media on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. If you get on their website, you can also check their availability calendars and all of the produce that they have in store. When you join Terra Exports, you become a member of their global team of thinkers, innovators, dreamers, and doers who are bringing a fresh approach to the produce and supply chain industry. So reach out to Terra Exports today at terraexports.com. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. 
We call that 360 degree decision making day after day. Visit www.ag.tools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. It was great to hear from Mark Klompin, as well as our partners, Terra Exports and Ag Tools. I hope you were able to learn a little bit from Mark. I know I did as we started conversating about the United Fresh Washington Conference and comparing it to what I've done in the past. It definitely gave me a different perspective on how to look at the United Fresh Policy Conference. So let's look at Thursday, September 24th, 2020. This is day four and the last day of the conference. So this day starts at 10 a.m. We have the virtual march on Capitol Hill. Join industry colleagues virtually for engaging congressional meetings. United Fresh will pair constituents with congressional offices to address the latest COVID-19 policy topics while Congress is in session. So this is a jam-packed day from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's also not forget that the noon general session, now this one is the bipartisan approach to governing. So I was told the last couple of years, uh, these representatives or these speakers from each Republican and Democratic Party, you have Representative Jimmy Pania and Representative Rodney Davis. So they are friends and colleagues, but they are listening here. They're going to have a conversation as well as collaboration on how to serve the entire country, not just our polarized extremes. In this surprising session, we're going to learn about COVID-19, positive impacts, relationships, and learn some about some members of Congress. So this one should be interesting from noon to one. And then we have from 1.30 to 2.30 p.m., the wholesaler distributor meeting. Now, these meetings have been going all week. The Fresh Cut Processing, the Gore Packer Shipper. Each day, the board will discuss key programs that will have significant impact on the certain sector. Today, wholesale distributor meeting from 1.30 to 2.30, open to all attendees. And then a little bit of a break before the 3 to 4 p.m. concurrent education sessions. Again, all three days, these education sessions are happening. Today, international response to COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, a couple of the speakers that we have, Eric Alofsson, Director, Global Trade and Business Development at Port of Miami. Now, we are going to ha- try and get a conversation uh, with Eric for another small interview, hopefully uh, later on Thursday, to talk a little bit about what the port has done uh, in response because they are a huge port and bring a lot of fruit and vegetables in. Uh, we also have Vivian Chapo, Senior Director, Supplier of LAM at Appeal Sciences. And today, we're going to learn more about the key international companies on how agriculture and food systems in their countries have addressed COVID-19. That's a good one. And then also there's the partnership with FDA and the fresh produce. Uh, we have the speaker, uh, Frank Yanni's deputy commissioner for food policy and response. I have a couple of announcements during that time as well. And then that calls it for the four days at 4 PM on Thursday. But 
let's not forget that we still have things going on for the rest of the week. So Friday, September 25th, the virtual march on Capitol Hill from 10 to 5. There's going to be plenty of congressional meetings. The ones that we were talking about earlier that United Fresh pair up the constituents for congressional offices to address the latest COVID-19 policy topics while Congress is in session. And then guess what? From September 28th through October 2nd, there is the virtual march on Capitol Hill. So we're going to talk to you a little bit more about next week towards the end of the week. But I highly suggest that you stay tuned because we're going to talk more about our produce and supply chain industry throughout this conference the entire week. And we're going to be right here covering it live for you. Monday through Friday. And Friday, we've got something special planned. I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to pull it off, but we're going to have some cool industry leaders talking in a roundtable session on the Produce Industry Podcast. So thank you to everybody. Thank you to all industry leaders, all industry veterans, all industry rookies, and everybody within the produce and supply chain industry, whether you're just starting out or you've been here for 40 years. We appreciate you, and we will see you tomorrow on the next episode. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.